0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, Hello, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Guna Talk. Apologies for the slight later start today, and apologies if there's any internet connections. We're having some issues uh, in this area, hence the slightly late start. I'm hoping it's going to sort itself out as we move, but unfortunately, no promises on that one. Good morning. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope that you're enjoying uh, your week, or have enjoyed your week. Of course, you've made it to Friday. Congratulations. Um, But fingers crossed, we can see plenty more stuff moving for Arsenal in the near future in the transfer window we're going to keep you up to date everything that is going on in the world of arsenal if you could drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show it would be very much appreciated without further ado let's say good morning to people joining us in the chat box good morning to brad to matt g to ozzy guna uh, good morning to simon to martin hope you're doing good guys uh, we got paul we got peter assar brad uh, carl uh, rich kaiser terry good morning Hope you're all good. Hope you are all well. Without further ado, though, let's crack on with today's stories, uh, which should be a lot clearer on your screen than my face currently is right now. Um, But, uh, yeah, do go over and subscribe to... Uh, the Arsenal way. Uh, we've reached 20,000 subs quite a while ago now, but we're pushing onwards towards 30 quite quickly. It's mad how much the channel's grown in the space of a year. Uh, we're closing in on that year date very soon, in fact. Um, but cracking on with the actual transfer lines of the day, we kick off with Austin Trustee. Uh, there is rumours that Austin Trusty will join Birmingham on loan for next season. This is yet something that I have had confirmed i haven't had this confirmed yet at all but just to let you know that there's been some rumors flying about that he will indeed join up with birmingham next season for loan we expected him to go on loan although it was kind of expected he might go after the continent so seeing him go to the championship is interesting meanwhile arsenal have absolutely no intention of selling gabriel magalash Uh, the juventus are certainly interested in the player but they have no intention whatsoever Uh, of selling Uh, even for the 40 million pound price tag that's being reported and banded about Arsenal do not want to let go of Gabriel and there are plans to begin negotiations over a brand new contract as well which is very very positive. Now Nicolas Pepe's agent did change in trying to get him a new club this summer and Sevilla were one of the clubs that we told you about a long time ago uh, being interested and as of yesterday reports in Spain have also backed down, or rather backed just backed, up or down doesn't matter, but certainly just backed this situation. Um Sevilla interested in Pepe. However, both the price tag and the players' wage demands are a stumbling block in any potential deal, and they would need those to come down considerably in order to complete a transfer. That said, Pepe did go onto his Instagram and/or Snapchat—I I, don't know—Snapchat even existed anymore, to be honest. But uh, he was on social media yesterday answering questions about kind of his future. Uh, some fans were saying and asking questions, telling him to stay at Arsenal. Others were saying, you know, like, we we hope you can turn things around. And he seemed to be hinting that he would indeed stay um, at Arsenal next season. This is obviously no, um, it, it's absolutely no guarantee at all that that will happen. But uh, look, if we're in a situation where we've got a, an abundance of attacking players in the team, Who's to say that Pepe can't offer something to Arsenal next season? If he leaves, he leaves. If he stays, then we've got a player in Pepe's quality that can, of course, um, add something to the team next season. Um, I, You know, I've been critical of him. I think he needs to give more. But perhaps with the players like Vieira and Jesus added into the squad, maybe he becomes even more... Um, maybe he becomes better. Maybe he gets more access. Maybe he gets more creation that he needs in the team with these types of additions. Only time will tell. Uh, Then going to uh, possible incomings, uh, Matthias Svanberg is a name that I'm sure plenty of you have indeed heard of. Uh, The Swedish international has been linked with Arsenal all the way back in January. However, Wolfsburg are closing in on a potential deal for Svanberg. Arsenal have kind of looked toward other higher profile central midfielders. Svanberg was very much looked at as a potential kind of depth option for Arsenal. Didn't really necessarily progress what was the existing options at the club. Would have been a very good strengthening option for the midfield, but now looks very close to a move to Wolfsburg. So you can strike that one off your lists. Levi Colwell, as well, has been uh, touted as a potential target of Arsenal this summer. Of course, with the recent move to a different type of defender who specifically covers left-back and midfield, as we'll talk about very soon, that centre-back depth is still certainly something that Arsenal reportedly want to find cover for. And the Chelsea youngster who spent time on loan with Huddersfield last season is of interest to the club. That said, Crystal Palace are said to be the favourites to potentially sign the young Chelsea defender Uh, moving forwards to Lucas Paqueta despite plenty of reports coming out from both France and England that Arsenal have serious interest in the player the Athletics James McNicholas aka Gunner blog reported this morning in his opening blog post that uh, Arsenal's interest is not as keen as what other areas have suggested and that he is currently not a priority for Arsenal to sign I am you know, this these, this transfer window I thought was going to be fairly, not chill, but certainly more direct. It's very clear that Arsenal have had their priorities. It's very clear that the, the links with Arsenal have not been as widespread and chaotic as we've seen in previous windows. But I have never, ever seen as many contradicting reports about players as I have this summer. Suddenly Arsenal are interested, the next minute they're not. Suddenly he's a priority again, the next minute they're not. All we can do on this show is is give you the best understanding that we have and give my thoughts and feelings. It's my feeling that Arsenal are very interested in Paqueta, but I don't have any reason to judge James McNicholas's post as anything other than the information that he has. And, you know, I have no reason not to trust that information that he has either. It might be that Arsenal are certainly focusing on other priorities at the moment, be that central midfield with Yuri Tielemans, who, to be honest, we haven't had a strong update on in quite some time. Other than the the rumors about him selling his house, of course. And then of course is the Zinchenko thing, which we'll talk about in a second, which I can imagine is, you know, more of a priority, it seems. But yeah, it's, it's crazy the level of contradictory reports we've seen throughout the summer window. To be honest, the reason behind this is what I reported way back in June uh, exclusively on football.london is Arsenal have been putting strategies in place to limit the amount of information that has been leaking out specifically targeting this summer window as a key area after doing some successful deals. Uh, quite quietly, like the Callum Chambers to Aston Villa, the Matt Ryan, of course, from Brighton, and more recently, the Fabio Vieira deal. And I think the fact that Arsenal are keeping so much under wraps is indeed making this very difficult. And when you start seeing James McNicholas and Charles Watts reporting kind of conflicting stuff, Charles talking about yesterday how Arsenal prefer a move for uh, Paqueta over Tillemans and, you know, are prioritising that, whereas the athletic going this morning that Arsenal aren't as keen. When you start seeing these very well-connected and well-informed um, people within the Arsenal community reporting slightly different info, I think that's probably a result of the fact that Arsenal are keeping so much under wraps and sources of people, you know, are maybe uh, much less informed than they were and there may be more guesswork going on than we've ever seen in previous windows, but uh, it is... All as uh, V Dub says, hearsay until the deal is done, and hopefully we can start talking about more done deals at Arsenal very, very soon. The last two stories revolve around the left back position, which Arsenal wanted, Lissandro Martinez for, but of course the the lure of Eric Ten Hag and reuniting with his former coach, plus the fact that he want he's wanted as a centre back, which is his more natural position at Man United, have lent on the Red Devils getting that deal. Much, much closer. That said, that figure is still reaching upwards of €60 million Euros now, which is crazy. Um, but Arsenal are said to have an interest in andalect left-back and Spaniard, Sergio Gomez, who I don't know bundles about. I certainly cropped up on my radar last season because he was putting in some ridiculous numbers, goals and assists. Um, But Fabrizio Romano reported this first yesterday alongside the main exclusive from David Ornstein and The Athletic that Arsenal are in talks with Manchester City to try and sign Oleksandr Zinchenko. Now, if you've not watched our tactical breakdown, we managed to get out one of the fastest breakdowns we've done on the channel with some absolutely brilliant expert insight for you guys um, to, 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 you know, excite yourselves and educate yourselves. We had the Athletics Manchester City correspondent Sam Lee and uh, Ukrainian football expert and journalist Andrew Todos from Zoya Londonsk both joined the channel yesterday to discuss Oleksandr Zinchenko. There is a feeling that Arsenal are fairly confident that a deal would be possible and that Manchester City would certainly be opening open to selling the player if Arsenal managed to match the valuation of the Ukrainian international um, insight analysis and more is available in that video, the last upload before this one on the channel. I implore you to go and check it out. There will, if you're watching on catch up, be a little link somewhere in the top right hand corner of your screen. And that completes all of today's stories. Uh, I, for one, just before we go to the questions, would be over the moon to see Alexander Zinchenko join Arsenal. He's a brilliant player. Uh, and certainly someone who would offer lots of quality in not just one, but certainly two positions next season. Let's tackle some of your questions and go through these as quickly as we can. Okay, then. Uh, let's jump into the chat box and see what you're saying. Namdi says, uh, any idea on the valuation of Zinchenko? Now, yesterday in our tactical breakdown, Sam Lee of the Athletics said, and this was not based upon speculation, but on his own judgment, that he'd be wanting upwards of £40 million. Pounds. Yeah, you heard that right. 40 million pounds for Alexander Zinchenko. For me, I don't think Arsenal would go to that kind of figure. And I think they would be able to talk Manchester City down if that was their expectation. But for those thinking that Arsenal would not be getting in for around 20, 25 million, you, you know, it's, it's going to be very difficult. I think it's going to be in the 30 to 35 million pound bracket to get hold of Zinchenko. If you consider the fact that Nico Williams went to Nottingham Forest for 17 million pounds from Liverpool... Another club that, of course, don't need to sell like City, they can charge pretty much what they feel is the market value for the player and aren't pressured into selling. And Zinchenko has never really pushed to leave. And, you know, despite having agreements in place with other clubs in the past, as we reported through Sam on yesterday's tactical breakdown show, uh, he's never pushed to leave the club. And so Man City are in a very strong position with this. 30 to 35 million, I think, is probably around the ballpark of what Arsenal would rightly end up paying. And that, frankly, is what he is worth in today's market. A 25-year-old Premier League experience, multi-Premier League winning player with starting quality at both left-back and centre-mid. You know, don't let people talk you down about the amount of minutes or starts he's got. When you look at the guy's quality, when you look at the numbers and what he compares to both Tierney and Xhaka, as I tweeted yesterday, he is outing both of those players at both left-back and midfield. He plays midfield for Ukraine and has done brilliantly, brilliantly well. Um, Sam says, is Zinchenko an upgrade on Xhaka? Potentially. He could genuinely potentially play that left-central midfield role even better than what Granit Xhaka has played it for us. There's absolutely an opportunity to see that happen. Um, let's go to <laughs> Jelly Pig. He says, Tom, if you had to plump... I don't like memes. <laughs> I hope it's nothing really awful for which signings uh, we make by the end of the window. Not necessarily the ones you want. Who do you go for? For me, it's Inchenko and Telemans. If I had to uh, guess, I think maybe is a better word, or try and predict plump that's hilarious uh, especially considering the name of the YouTubers is jelly jelly pig <laughs> uh, either Zinchenko or Tillemans you know if it was a choice between anyone Zinchenko and Paqueta I would go for myself uh, I think that Paqueta is just on a different level to some of the players that we've got and I think would offer so much quality but if you said it was Zinchenko and Tillemans I'd also be very happy with those two coming into the club this season as well um let's go to Mac and Cheese who says if Arsenal signs Inchenko and Telemans and no one else this window do you think uh do you think it has been a success i think that the window to be a success can only really be judged upon what happens during the season it's quite uninformed and ill-informed to say the window has been a success. If of course we sign plenty of players that we all wanted, but ultimately don't do anything during the season. I think it's going to take some time before we can make a real judgment. I think it's easier to know if a window has faltered than it is succeeded because you can probably make some decent educated guesses on whether or not the window has been a failure by a lack of transfers, especially in key positions like central midfield for Arsenal, which is absolutely a priority But I think that to to know whether it's been a success or not, it's going to have to wait until partway through the season uh, at least to know uh, what's going to be happening. Um, <laughs> I love that I love the plumb questions that are coming in now this isn't becoming a thing you know? we aren't doing this, I'm not having this the Discord server is going to be crazy uh, Hi Ryan, thank you so much mate for the uh, donation, I really appreciate that uh, thought I'd show myself after the deleting my tweet about Zinchenko yesterday <laughs> I know exactly who this is thinking more, about, uh, thinking more about it I think it'd be a great signing have a cold one on me TC, keep up the great work yeah, myself and Ryan had a little bit of a back and forth yesterday on Twitter about kind of the value Of Zinchenko. I think a lot of people have underestimated how much he would cost and underestimated his market value. Uh, I'll use Nico Williams as an example to show you kind of where the market's at with these types of players from other Premier League clubs. He is going to cost us, you know, a significant amount of money if we want to bring him in. And I think he's worth that amount of money. I think Arsenal adding a Premier League quality player of that standard that's won that amount, that's played in a really, really solid team. Also, something that's really frustrated me, I think, is. Have you? I'm sure that you've seen critics of the Zinchenko movie either on YouTube or on um, social media, but raise your hand in the chat box if you've seen people using the excuse, and it is an excuse for his numbers, the fact that he plays for Man City is the only reason why he gets the numbers he does. I'm sorry, but if you look at the amount of cutting-floor examples of Manchester City, there are, you know, your Jovetic's, your Wilfred Bonnie's, your Eloquim Mangalas, your Fabian Delfts, you know, Players that just didn't work out at City, despite huge transfer fees, even though he cost City a very small amount of money actually to come in. And they just didn't deliver. They did not, no matter the fact of what club they're playing for, they did not deliver. Alexander Sinchenko, when he comes into that team, delivers. You go and watch our Tactical Breakdown show from yesterday. You listen to Sam Lee from The Athletic, who is the Manchester City correspondent, talk about him. And when he has a bad performance, it is an exception to the rule. He is such a consistent performer for them, a very high performer for them, and has taken like duck to water in Pep's system and has absorbed so much information and understanding from his game like a sponge. So it's, yeah, don't, don't let people tell you that it's because he plays a Man City way, delivers those numbers. He puts on those numbers and you have to deliver those numbers because if you don't quite like so many players that Man City have bought big and still let go, you will just be left you will just be left to go. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't work. Uh, Ali, thank you so much uh, for the donation, mate. Uh, Love the stream like always. We have to be careful how we do our business. If we pay 35 million for Zinchenko, Leon might ask for more for Paquetta. It does seem for reports emanating from, you know, reliable sources like Robin Verner, for instance, um, that they would be looking for 55 million pounds for Paquetta. So around 65 million euros. And I think that's probably a fair price considering the player that he is. We've also got a brand new member uh, joining the chatbots. It's Angelus. Thank you so much, mate, for joining up as a member. Uh, If you have indeed become a TGT expert member or a TGT ambassador, you will be able to join our Discord server. There is a new link in the community tab as of yesterday evening, so it should still be viable if you'd like to join our Discord server. And for anyone else that is a TGT expert member or ambassador, you should be able to see that link in the Community tab on our YouTube homepage. Uh, let's go to uh, Rule, who says, As of now, Tottenham has a better winner than us. Have you heard Conte made the whole team run the pitch length 42 times? Let's assess, shall we? Spurs have signed Richarlison, Busuma, Uh Have they signed Clement lenglet yet? I'm pretty sure they were going to get him on loan. Uh, Jed Spence and... Is that it? Perisic, they're the signings they've made. Now, don't get me wrong, but they've qualified for the Champions League, right? Now, if Arsenal qualified for the Champions League and signed those players, I would be unimpressed, very unimpressed. In fact, if I'd have been in the conference, qualified for the Conference League, I think they could have done that business. I think they could have got in those players without too much of a problem. I think Spurs, with the business that they're doing, even though, you know, people are looking at it as a fairly good window so far... I genuinely think they've wasted being in the Champions League with those signings. I think they've wasted the opportunity of what that should bring a club in terms of level of player. You know, Arsenal have signed Gabriel Jesus, who is a player that you think would want to be playing in the Champions League, but we've managed to convince him to come to Arsenal. We've gone to other players like Sandra Martinez, like Rafinha, and had we been in the Champions League, maybe we would have been more successful. Who knows? But I think we're also pushing for other players and we're attempting to sign the likes of Zinchenko, the likes of uh, Paqueta, who, you know, if we'd have been in the Champions League, I think may have been simpler signings, but we're still pushing for players that you would say are of a level that would be playing in Champions League teams. And I really look at Spurs' window and think, I'm not sure I see it. I'm really not sure I see um, that. I know they've strengthened and I know they've improved their squad with the players they have, I would not be raving about that window. I really, really wouldn't be raving about the window that they have. Uh, and I will completely wait until the end of the summer before making a genuine comparison between our windows because Arsenal still have clearly a lot of business left to do. Uh, Emmanuel Ojo, joining or renewing uh, your membership. Thank you, Ojo. As always, appreciate your humor uh, as per in the chat box and of course the discord server as well valued member indeed and long time server of TGT uh let's go to uh, sojo go so slow who says uh, do you think Xhaka would want to stay if we sign two new players in his position he may not one he may not have a choice because he's under contract secondly i think that he is still very much attached to arsenal i think he has that um that affection for the club, the attachment to the club. I think he would want to fight and, you know, offer what he can, even if Arsenal are strengthening. And to be honest, in short, um, in in short, I do think there is an element of we need to be ruthless. We can't not sign players because of existing players we have if the player that we can bring in upgrades on what we've got. Uh, Ali says, do you think we will actually get Paqueta? I'm 50-50. You know, the amount of reports we've seen both for and against the idea of this signing, I'm 50-50. So I'm afraid uh, I'm going to take my very comfortable season ticket perch on the fence with this one. Uh, Let's go to Wayne, who says, Tom Conte won the league with uh, Victor Moses uh, and the Serie A with a Premier League backup dancers at Inter Milan. This is what he does. I've got people telling me they're going to win the league now, which I don't believe. Let's see what happens with Spurs. I'm not going to sit here and try and look like a mug and say they aren't going to do anything because Conte is an exceptional coach. So let's see. They've also got two world-class players in Son and Kane. Um, I just hope, I hope um, that it fails catastrophically. It would be great, but uh, I'm hoping and focusing on what Arsenal are going to do. Uh, Troy says, uh, would you try and hijack the Frankie de Jong instead of Tielemans or Paquette? Look, If there's a chance of signing de Jong over Tielemans, I absolutely would. Um, but he doesn't want to go to Man United. It seems like he's desperate to say at Barcelona. There were reports coming out from Sport in Spain that he just doesn't want to join Man United, uh, which I find hilarious. And I don't know why Man United would really push this hard for a player that doesn't necessarily want to sign, um, doesn't want to sign uh, for them at all. Why, I'd, If a player was that intent on not coming to Arsenal, I'm not sure I would want to really push and spend the amount of money that is being talked about for Frankie de Jong. So... I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure that's a a smart move for Man United to make. Mike always knows that the only way I'm going to read out his comment is if he leaves a super chat. Uh, <laughs> there's a bed in Baltimore for you, mate. Thanks, mate. appreciate that. Keep it keep it free. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really shouldn't wink at Mike. It's too suggested. Uh, Ollie says, hey, Tom, if we sign Zinchenko, uh, should he be the first choice left back and Tierney be the competition um, I think there is a opportunity for both to fight for that place I think they're equally as competitive for that position I don't think one is is a standout over the other uh, I think that Zinchenko would be criminally underrated if you think he couldn't compete with Tierney for a left back role he is good enough to absolutely start for Arsenal but so is Tierney. Um, So we'll wait and see. Uh, Manu says, "Isn't this illegal? What Barcelona are doing, forcing out an employee?" I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at Barcelona anymore. I don't, know what they do. I don't know. I don't know how to judge that club. Honestly, the things that they do, I uh, really, really worry. Uh, <laughs> what on earth it means for the state, state of football. Uh, let's go to Zaid who says out of the Spurs, which of the five are only two are good Spence and not even proven and risky. Richarlison is a bench striker at 60 million Longley is One of the worst defenders. is on the bench. Forster is also a very, I forgot Forster as well. Uh, Sam says vote to get Tom out of work into the Emirates cup. I'm pretty sure I'm working the Emirates cup game. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, but I'm pretty sure I'm working that game. Uh, from home. Uh, That's the best of my understanding at the moment. So uh, I'm probably not going to be there. I'm also away for the first game of the season because I'm on my stag do. So uh, yeah, I'm actually, I might manage to catch the second half and there will be a show on the morning of that day on the Friday, but then I do travel wherever I'm going. I know absolutely nothing of what's happening to me, which I'm insanely worried about. I have said the idea of a, a Spurs shirt being involved is completely off the table absolutely no chance that a Spurs shirt is touching my skin. Just not, just not happening. Just, just refuse, outright refuse. Lin says, Um, but do you think, Tom, to get Zinchenko, he needs to be playing at the position that he wants? I think he's open to playing both midfield and left back. I think he gets more minutes at Arsenal. I think he can start in midfield for Arsenal. I think he's of that level. If you watch him for Ukraine, you see a player that is of genuine top class quality in both left back and in midfield. It's just worth going and watching the guy. There's been so many judgments made about Zinchenko with barely any watch time for him. It's mad, the misconceptions that have been spanded about across social media in the last 12 hours about the player. He's certainly uh, certainly good enough to play midfield and left back for Arsenal indeed. Uh, let's go to Isangeles, who's one of our new members. So I should answer his question. Said, let, let's dream for a second. Arsenal make three more signings. Zinchenko, Tillemans and a wide forward like a Gakpo, could we see a trophy in top four? I hope so. Um, But I'm not going to sit here and go, yes, guaranteed, we're going to get top four at a trophy. I hope so. That's got to absolutely be the aim. You know, it's got to be finishing and qualifying for the Champions League. And if we can get a trophy on top of that, unbelievable, great, amazing. You know, in this current state of English football, winning a trophy really should not be understated. Uh, I'd love to win the Europa League. I'd love to get another FA Cup. It'd be great. Um, but we need to push. We need to push for as high of a possible finish as possible, and there will be judgment if indeed indeed we can. And sorry, I can't, Angelus, give you that guarantee. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, Let's go to Jack, who says, Hey, Tom, how do you think we will start the season given our fixtures and Arteta now has a few years under his belt? You'd hope strongly. Crystal Palace is a very, very difficult place to start the season. Very difficult indeed, you know. But it could, theoretically... Be a good time to play Palace on the first game of the season away from home. Get that game out of the way. If you can get a win in it, amazing. But you know we've seen what it's like on a London, a smaller London ground away from home on the opening night. It's it's tough, especially as we're picked to play first on the Friday again. Um, let's see if we can get a win in that game. It would be huge. They don't have their Collar Gallagher's anymore. They are still strengthening. But, uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's see what we can do against Palace and and, and hope we can get a big, big win. Because it would be a big, big win. If we can get that, I think we've got some great momentum that we can build up in the fixtures that certainly follow that game. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Natish says, your thoughts on Latino not being included? Now I'm pretty sure you meant Patino. <laughs> um, not included in the squads of having four to five goalkeepers. Uh, yeah, my frustration, I have a frustration with that. In addition, I have a, v- a very big frustration. I, I, ra- I would have rather have seen um, Patino included over Runison without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, I much would have rather have seen Patino included indeed. Uh, it, Peter says, is there any other Man City players we should look at for a reasonable price and put in a cheeky bid for? It means, I mean, I would have absolutely taken Raheem Sterling. You know, if, if we'd have been able to go and get Raheem Sterling, I would have been all over that. But, you know, the Athletics said that, Arsenal and Spurs' lack of Champions League football meant that they really probably didn't have a hope this summer of getting hold of him, which is a shame. Had we have qualified for the Champions League, perhaps Sterling and Jesus could have been two players that we would have brought in in the summer, which would have been very, very good additions indeed. Uh, Sam says, do you think uh, if we sign Zinchenko, it would negatively affect the Paqueta deal? No, I think it would have more of an impact on the Tillemans deal, if anything, because I think that Zinchenko and Tillemans would play more of a similar midfield role to one another. So I think it would affect that more than than the others. Uh, King uh, says, Tom, uh, do you think Balogun will go out on loan in the summer or in January? I think he would probably go out on loan in the summer unless we don't sign a more of an attacking player between now and the end of the window. Perhaps that would cause us to keep hold of him just in case we need that additional option for the coming season. Uh, Amira says, Hey Tom, knowing how Silent Edu wants to work in this window, do you think the Zinchenko deal is more advanced than we think? Yes, absolutely. Uh, or was the announcement just to attract interest and start a bidding war? Look, Arsenal won't be happy that this is obviously coming out. They want to try and keep as much under wraps as feasibly possible. But I do think the fact that we know that it's being kept and as much as being kept under wraps as possible, it does mean that this deal is, is further down the line than just say the opening of talks between the clubs. I certainly think they would have got a good feeling from the player and hopefully a bid will be imminent and we'll learn about that very, very soon indeed. Uh, Let's go to lastly, we'll tackle a couple more questions. Uh, Tommy uh, says, uh, Tom, my guy, do you think that we need Paqueta? Feels like we have enough in that position. Other positions should be needed more. Uh, obviously I want to see us attack all of the areas of need that we have, but if you can sign some of the quality of Paqueta, you absolutely should go and do it. You know, if you've got the money, he can play at second striker, center forward in a false nine. He can play arguably in a wider area, has done for Milan and Brazil, can play in the eight left-hand side, Ror, if you wanted him to has played there for Brazil. I think he would be a great, versatile addition to the squad. Um, And I'd love to see that kind of deal take place. Uh, And Sam says, Tom, where's the Grimaldo story gone? Well, according to James McNicholas of The Athletic, Arsenal aren't interested. Uh, And this is all very much just noise coming out of Portugal. Not really any kind of genuine link, it seems. Um, Which is, you know, I'm fine with, because I'd much rather Zinchenko at the end of the day. Much, much rather Zinchenko than Grimaldo Um, but we you know I was planning on doing a breakdown I have to say I'm not going to do that anymore but I did include the breakdown statistics of uh, Grimaldo in the Zinchenko tactical breakdown so if you want to know about Grimaldo's numbers they are in the Zinchenko tactical breakdown so you can find them all there Uh, apparently Fabrizio Romano just tweeted which tends to happen during these shows something breaks live Uh, Manchester City are still targeting Marco Correa. No changes. Talks will enter into important stages in the case of Zinchenko. Joins Arsenal. City are open to let Zinchenko leave. Arsenal are working on the Zinchenko deal. Sergio Gomez is a backup option. So there you go. Not really any new information, but... uh more information uh thank you so much for tuning in really appreciate your time as always do drop a like on the video if you could it would be really appreciated we're trying to hit a thousand likes on as many videos as we feasibly can it would be amazing if we can continue that trend i did also leave a poll in the chat which i haven't forgotten about uh, just asking the simple question does it the signing of zinchenko upgrade arsenal and 92% of you have said yes. we have actually managed to nearly get over 1,000 votes on that poll. So if you've not voted, definitely leave a vote and then click the like button. Two clicks and you've really smashed and helped out the channel. If you want to make three clicks, subscribe as well if you haven't done so already. And if you want to support the channel just like our brand new members have today, you can do so by becoming a member and getting access to some exclusive stuff. I'm hopefully going to be doing a podcast with the members in the next week or so. Uh, just need to work out the best time that that's going to be feasibly possible. But thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. It's been a genuine pleasure as always. I will see you live on the Arsenal Way in just under an hour and a half's time. Um, but other than that, I'll see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18+, plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.